Remember, remember the whole point of this. We're gonna get clips. I'm not. People never listen to podcasts anymore. They just want to see clips. So who said that? I just made it up right now. <laughs> <laughs> It's weird actually being a host of a podcast because I'm so I'm so good at being a guest that it's just weird as being a host. But we're back here, Comedy Club Confessions with Jack Jr. And my guest today is the very funny, talented producer, actress, Katie Kazorla. Oh my god, thank you. Aren't you? Thank you. Uh, impress- impressionist. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> it's Drew Barrymore right there. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Dude, I love her. You know what's crazy? You've been in the business for how long? 22 years. 22 years, and I grew up in the, in the comedy club scene, and I've never met her till what, three years ago? Bill Dawes. Bill Dawes and I, we, <laughs> we worked the Laugh Factory in Las Vegas. Yeah. And I was like, who's this Katie? We picked her from the airport, and we've been like besties. It was really bizarre, because when I first met you, you know when you people are like, oh, this person does this, this person does that. As soon as I got in the car and you were in there, I was like, how have we not been friends our yeah, whole lives? Like, it's I know. crazy. Like, I'm out of, like, and now we work together on so many shows, <laughs> but back then we never worked on one show Wait, together. That, that is really weird, We too. never worked on one show together. And then we worked, we're always working. Yeah. Always working, always touring. I took a break, though. Uh-huh. I, I started in 1999, took a break for 10 years, did TV, and then was Well, like, tell us about the 99. Oh. What happened in 99? I moved out to LA. Okay, from where? Um, from New York. Okay. I won a comedy competition. Ah. And went back home, packed my shit up, and I'm like, I'm going to LA. And then I got out here and had to audition at the comedy store, and it was in front of Mitzi Shore. Mitzi Shore, legend. Yeah. And actually, a friend of mine got me the audition. Who, who I believe, it? who was it? His name was Dean Gelber. Do you remember him? I don't remember him. I think he like sort of ran the comedy store for a while. Did he? he? Like best friends with um with with uh Polly. Okay. And here's the other weird thing. I actually ended up auditioning there because I played Sammy Shore, Polly's dad and Mitzi's you know ex husband. I played his granddaughter in a pilot. No way. Yeah, it was called Soul Good in the Neighborhood, and I played a lot of good. Oh, no way. Yeah. That's crazy. I didn't know and that. Sammy Shore, you know, is a legend. Yeah, of course he is. He played my grandfather, and it was so crazy. So then I went, tried out at the comedy store, got passed to do a show in the belly room. Okay. And I needed someone to work the door of it. It was a comedy karaoke show. So the comics could do their set, and then they would sing whatever karaoke song they wanted to. That's great. And you're doing that now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's full we did, circle. We did that at the Hollywood Improv the recently. Improv. Oh <laughs> and Walter, Walter, her husband, who was a, a great uh, musician and songwriter, he, yeah. he was playing the piano. It was wild. I mean, Adam Ray got up and sang My Heart Will Go On because my husband produced that song. And it's so who's like, your husband? My husband's name is Walter Afanasiev. He uh-huh. goes by Walter A. And uh, he produced and wrote all of Mariah Carey's songs, like Hero, One Sweet Day, Anytime You Need a Friend. All I want for Christmas is All you. I want for Christmas is well that <laughs> annoying song in the mall is her husband's fault. I mean <laughs> But it's, it's so catchy. It's like a Christmas herpy. It just <laughs> it just keeps, keeps coming, coming back. back around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like, what's that itch? You're like, all I want for <laughs> Christmas. You know what's funny? When you meet like the all these songs are very romantic and beautiful and loving, but when you meet her husband for the first time, if he doesn't speak, 
he looks like he's gonna kill you. Oh my god! Every, a lot of people, a lot of comics are scared of him, and I found out why. They thought he was in like the Russian mob. Yeah, he just sits there and that's how he goes. Yes, I'm, I must break you. Like that kind of like he looks like he's gonna kill you. I mean, he has a full blood in here. I mean, he is really next level when it comes to his face. Yeah, he does look like he's in a gang. But then he wrote "She Bangs." So. Yeah. <laughs> So there's always that, yeah. So Mitzi saw past you at the comedy Yeah, Mitzi, she actually looked at me and she goes, you know what, you remind me of Roseanne Barr. And I remember Louis Anderson was there. And I remember thinking, oh my God, that's the biggest compliment anyone could ever give me because Roseanne was like a nobody. She started doing stand-up and she was so real. And she didn't talk about like fisting and sucking dicks and things like that. She talked about like normal. Yeah, the classics. (laughs) Yeah, like what female comedy classics. (laughs) I mean, I actually miss that. I miss a lot of women comics who are just relatable and fun. A lot of the younger women comics are like, you know, it's great to talk about sex, but like talk about other stuff too. It's, Hard to book a lot of women. Well, it's not just women, women comedians, male comedians. I think when you first start out, it's very easy just to just talk about sex because that's all you know. It's sex, drugs, and unless you're married, and then you just—I mean, it's then it's just not cheating. (laughs) (laughs) There's you're not talking about sex at all. Nothing. (laughs) Seventeen years in, I'm like fucking crickets. He says he's so busy writing songs. I mean, you know, he's actually, he's doing Barbara Streisand's um, album right now, and he just finished Neil Diamond's. No way. Yeah, Classic Diamond. He's still working right now. Yeah, he does like all like the legends right now. And then we, we just got our show optioned, the Christmas show. It's a search for the next great holiday song. Because there hasn't been one in like there hasn't been 26 one. years. There hasn't. Or there, there needs to be a new birthday song, a new holiday song. You would think. The only birthday song with all I want for my birthday is a big booty hoe. <laughs> that had like its moment for like what? And then go shorty. It's your birthday. birthday. I mean. That was in 2001. It's yeah, 2022 right now. I know. Imagine Christmas. Christmas. is what, 1994 1994. Is all I want for Christmas. So what was the song in the mall they played before that? Uh, Silver bells. <laughs> I'm, dr- I'm silent night. I mean, that's a real fucking party starter. Yeah, my my mom loves that song, the the Christmas song. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, fun Christmas songs, but they're all old. So I think Kelly Clarkson kind of hit it with her song. But now is the search for the next great holiday. That's gonna song. be great. Dude. It's gonna be fun. Yeah. So hopefully we'll start production. You are like soon. so invested in like the because you always talk about shows and you've produced a bunch of shows. What was your other show? I know yeah. you had like a nail thing. What was the nail oh, thing? Oh yeah. So I had my own show called Nail Files. Um it was on TV Guide Network, which is now pop. And Lionsgate was the main holders of that. And those guys were great. They I had a show about my nail salon. I said, screw it. I'm at the time I was 30. I went to nail school. I'm like, nail salons are gross. I'm going to open a bar where you can drink and get your nails done. And I did. It was called the painted nail and it took off. I got a show two months later out of it. We had uh, 1.2 million viewers. Wow. And we still had a guide. And this was what year? This was uh, 2010, okay. and it aired 2011, so exactly 10 years ago. That's crazy. Yeah. That's great, dude. 2010. I was, yeah. a, I, was like, I was getting a divorce in 2010. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I was like, I'm going to go to nail school. <laughs> I know. When I, I didn't know that. I found out because I Googled you for like to put you on the flyer, oh, yeah. and all your pictures are like, yeah. I know. Everyone's always <laughs> yeah. like, what's up with the nails? I'm like, what's up with Why would you keep doing this? Like, well, because- like, I'm a tiger girl. <laughs> 
you have to show the nails. Like people want to see your nails. And now it's like, my nails look like shit most of the time, but I, it started my whole life. It's how I went from like $0 to like, I made all my money was yeah, yeah. nail products. It's I like, mean, you've been living a life for how long? Well, you lived in New York. New York's expensive too. Well, upstate. I'm from upstate New York. Oh, that's not And good. then I know it's not. No, I no, mean, no, no. It's the real New York. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. New York City is like poser. You know, you go there and you're like, oh, I live in the city. You're like, you're from fucking Iowa. So you've been in Relax. LA. You've been in LA this entire time. So I went to college at University of Kentucky. You went to college? What's that like? Um, awful. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, I advise you to quit and follow your dreams. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't go to college. <laughs> I went. I went for cheerleading. Ended up dancing. It was fun. Um, and then, by the way, Kentucky just lost. So my bracket. <gasps> they did? They fucking lost to like a little New Jersey school. Oh, my God. Everyone's like such. Oh, shit. Yeah, my bracket. I lost, I lost money. I lost a lot. That They lost. I mean, oh my whole bracket's fucked. But yeah, I went We're to We're talking UK. about March Madness, all right? Yeah. In case anyone gives a College shit. Basketball. But, so I went there and then I started doing stand up there in Lexington, Kentucky. And I just knew I was like, this is what I want to do. And I told my parents, I'm out of here. And they're like, all right. So they bought me a little car and I drove out to LA and was like, I'm going to make my dreams come true. And you true. met Walter here. I met him, yeah, in, uh, God, I don't even remember what year, but we've been together. <laughs> it's been so long. Um, We've been together 17 years and I'm, I think 2000 I met him, Wow! but he was engaged to like some asshole and then they got <laughs> married. It didn't work out. And here we are. There so. you go. That's awesome. Well, you dreams come true. You survived. I mean, people, I mean, it's hard to live in LA right now. Like you literally have to be a drug dealer or a doctor in order to live here. It's so freaking Here's expensive. the other thing. Like so many people are saying to me, Oh, it must be so nice. You know, you're with somebody. It's like, first of all, yeah, we don't even have the same bank accounts. We like really, I think that's why we work. He's so Russian. <laughs> He's so Russian. You got your own bank account. Yeah. You <laughs> your own money. Rubles. But I was like, you know what? It, it works for us. Cause I that's make good. money. He makes money, but people are like, Oh, you know, you did it right. You married a producer. And it's like, I think now my advice for people coming to LA is like, don't marry a producer or a director, you know, or, you know, a, a real estate developer. You should marry like Paco who works at the Arco station yeah. on Coldwater and Ventura because that motherfucker can give you a discount <laughs> on gas. Like get your life together. <laughs> do it the right way. That's the right way to do it. Marry a drug dealer, a guy who owns a gas station or a used car lot. That's a Mexican. <laughs> so basically, again, coming here, taking our jobs now, our women. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's ridiculous to be living in LA right now, especially with gas. It's almost like seven bucks. Oh, All by right. my house, it's seven fifty-five. Seven dollars. I, yeah. Seven fifty-five. Like how minimum wage here is what? Fifteen dollars now? I don't know. I haven't made minimum wage since 2003. <laughs> <laughs> what is minimum wage? I think it's like $15 an hour. That's crazy. That was my promotion back then. I mean, listen, if you work at a comedy club, you'll probably make less than that. So, yeah. Speaking of comedy clubs, my family owns a comedy club <laughs> in North right. Hollywood. Haha, ha, comedy club. I had, a, I had a fallout with them recently, again, That's, for the millionth time. I'm telling you, you need to have your own show. You lit I've, I've said this for years and years. You need to have a show that chronicles your life and your parents and your, like, that just motley crew of staff that dude it's crazy right there. there right it's crazy i, think I would watch that show it's so toxic that's but that's I, I that's why i can't we need to be we like we me and my parents because of us me and my parents we take a break for a very long time yeah. like right now i haven't talked to him like i talked to him through like through people i'm like hey kitty <laughs> how's my mom doing <laughs> how's my dad doing it's just because we're so toxic when we, we work together it's yeah. like working with your your boss is your dad 
So Yikes. it's like my dad is French, uh, Algerian, and you know, growing up, he used to yell at us in French and take off his shoe and call it his pontoof and threaten us with it. So yeah, my both my brothers worked for him. Yeah, he would call them like because his translating over would be hard, and he would say things like "You bite his eyes. He wears no socks," and like we would be like, <laughs> "What does that even mean?" <laughs> Try to translate over like all these like French Algerian sayings, and we're like, what "I don't." Even? My dad used to cuss us out in other languages, yeah. but then when you translate it, it's a, it, he would say, "Fuck your mother, fuck your father." Yes. I'm like, "You're just talking about yourself." You're like, I'm, <laughs> I'm eight years old, Dad. This is a gross. <laughs> but that's how that's how it was, man. And that's I, why we have good work ethic, by yeah. the way. Because they made Through us. Threats. My dad goes, meetings. "You want to be a man? Get the fuck out of the house." <laughs> My dad said that too. Weird. <laughs> we grew up the same. Cheers. <laughs> oh man, dude. It's so true. I mean, I feel like, you know, what's what's next for us? I'm I'm doing the haha tonight, speaking of, but you know, I run the show on Wednesday nights at the Laugh Factory Wild Wednesdays, which you've done and killed it's an amazing show. Like she has like she has all the stars on that show. It is truly a headline. One of the best shows. Well, it's one of the best shows that Laugh Factory for hands down. I mean, thank you. It's music and comedy. It's so much fun. And um, you know, I think there's opportunities now after doing this for so many years and running businesses where I think it's it's gonna take a different direction where, you know, I kind of wanna see uh comedy clubs evolve a little bit more yeah you were talking about that last night yeah like she was uh she said i want to say i don't even give a shit yeah she said uh with this comedy club confessions guys we're gonna just talk yeah. some, talk some shit um she was talking about she posted a what'd you post you posted yeah so i said um guys i need your help i want um some feedback on what are some of the things you absolutely hate at comedy clubs and wish they could change or something positive and then i wrote i commented i said you should just go check the Comedy Chateaus and Flappers reviews on Yelp. And I did. I did. My favorite is one of the things. If I could give this place no stars, I would. You know you're in for it when the beginning of it is reading like yeah. that. And I did. I fucking like divulged into those. But that's how hours. you got to get to the next level. Like when I at the Ha because we used to have really bad reviews too back in the day. Wait, really? When we first, we didn't know what we were doing. My parents opened a comedy club. We didn't know what we were doing either. We're learning at the same time. <laughs> He goes, yes, was Mexican restaurant. No, not the comedy club. Well, no. you guys are known for having good food. But that we have really good thing. food. But we, one thing we we really focused on was uh, catering to the comics, making sure everyone was happy. Because that was a big issue before. Like, a lot of the comics were not happy. But now they're it's it's evolved. And it, and it takes they're time. They're happy there, but it takes time yeah. for a comedy club owner to figure it out, especially if they're new. If they're new to it. Yeah, you know, it's like taking if anything, if like you if you own a shoe store. And you don't know anything about shoes. I opened a nail salon. I didn't know shit about nails. Yeah. But I was like, I just, and here's my advice for real. No matter what you do, right? Whether it's open a comedy place or, you know, open a restaurant or open any sort of business. I think I'm on my fifth business now. The number one thing that no one ever teaches you is how to deal with customers. Yeah. And staff. Customer service. Is like the number one thing. It's, I mean, it's. I would have nightmares about Yelp reviews Oh, to the point like when I sold my business, I was like, thank Jesus. I never have to read another fucking Yelp review. Yeah. And here I am like, am I going to get back into this? Am I going to do this again? But I don't know. We'll see. But also to Yelp reviews are kind of annoying because they're like, kind of bullshit. I kind of like those people that just want to just complain. The Karens like, of the internet. Yeah, it's just like if I get pissed off, I go, "Hey, man, yeah, there's a there's a hair on my food. Give me a coupon for next time. I'm still or coming. Like, back. Comp I'm, it. I'm still coming back, right? Yeah, me too. Comp you still it. come back. 
It's not like you're like, you know what? This is food is disgusting. I'm never coming back. And I'm gonna go home and write a fucking diary. Yeah, but then they and come back. But place. then they come back. I just <laughs> people that complain just wants me for free. I'm I'm like that. Have you ever complained on a flight? I I'm never like, do. dude, I waited four hours. I'm like, I need to tweet this. And I have like eight followers on Twitter, but oh. still they need to hear it. <laughs> you know what? Actually, sometimes that does work. Delta gave me um a gift card, something. Yeah, because I spent fifteen hundred dollars on a round trip ticket to fly first, and it was for one day and then coming right back. And I get on the plane and don't have headphones or anything because I'm in first. They give yeah. you everything. And the whole TV system was out. And I was like, this is a six and a half hour flight. <laughs> I didn't even buy a fucking Us Weekly. I didn't bring Nothing. a book. So I just had to sit there. No Wi-Fi in silence. <laughs> Paint your nails. <laughs> for six and a half hours. And I just kept looking out the window. And I was like, I mean, but I did come up with a lot of good comedy that that time. So. I guess that's a give or take, but they did give me when I got off the plane, I didn't complain, but I just said to the flight attendant, I was like, wow, would have been nice to know that this yeah. was all not working because it didn't work on the flight in. Yeah. So I could have bought a book or something. And she's like, yeah, I know, but you know, we'll did give you, you some miles. Did you get, oh, you got miles? Yeah. So I wake up like two days later, I look at the thing I'm my Delta and it's uh 15,000 extra miles. So I was like, that's pretty good. I mean whatever but <laughs> hey but i'm not so, gonna go bitch about it on yelp but you got something sure. that's the whole point of it yeah. uh let me ask you something real quick okay, okay. when you first started doing comedy because a lot of comics listen to this podcast yeah. what is some advice you can give them something that you've something something a bad maybe a bad experience that you don't want nothing to happen to you or happen to them or something oh i mean because i'm old school so i'm I not re- that old you're like I'm- what eight years older than me <laughs> You act like you're 75, dude. I mean, but I was born in 1977. You were. You are old. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, everyone's like, no way. I'm like, whatever. It's a ton of Botox. Um, My whole thing is, is like, a lot of people are always going to compare themselves to other comics. And I find like the younger generation is like, well, so-and-so did this and so-and-so. I never look at what anyone else is talking about because I'm not them. I don't care where you put me in a lineup. I'll go first. I'll go last. I really don't care because I don't do what you do. Your comedy is not what I do. You could get up there and absolutely destroy it. And then I'm like, okay, that just means I need to be better and write better jokes. Not I should do comedy like this person. Yeah. And I've noticed a lot of people do that. And it's like, Ew. They like they they copy their their cadence and their style. I see that all the time. So a lot of like, young comics are doing that right now. Oh, it's the worst. Or they'll take shit they've seen on the internet and they'll just sway it into their joke. And it's like that's so unoriginal. Yeah. I I literally cannot hear another joke based off of a meme about gas prices. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or coronavirus. Yeah. Who fucking cares? Yeah, they think Move they're like on. the Jimmy Fallon Tonight Show. So gas prices. Huh? <laughs> Oh my God! What's the deal with grape nuts? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Grapes, no nuts. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with you. I think, I think the best comedy Ugh. comes from, like, when they get off stage, they yeah. like, they go, "All right, who are you?" I got to know who Katie Cazorla is. She just explained who she was. She owned the business. She was this. She's divorced. She's married. Yeah, that's the best comedy. Yeah, I think if you take the things that happen in your life, because everyone is just trying to slug through this day by day, yeah, and take those things and really think like. If I laughed about this instead of complained, wouldn't other people then go, oh my God, me too. That happens to me too. And then you're relatable and fun instead of getting up there being like, so I was sucking a dick. And you're like, yeah, you know, I mean, I don't want to hear about yeast infections and like your diarrhea. And I mean, sometimes I like to hear about diarrhea, but (laughs) 
<laughs> Diarrhea will never not be funny. Yeah, poop jokes are always classic. I mean, I do like a good shit joke now and then. Yeah. And, you know, fart jokes played out. Yeast infections, gross. You know, things like that where... When was the last time you had a yeast infection? <laughs> you know, I don't get them because <laughs> I take a shower and dry it out. <laughs> I mean, I know that the song WAP is out there, but oh. let's be fair. Put a blow dryer to it. Oh, Ew, my God. We... What? Do you want to hear the most fucked up story? Yes. Okay. Oh my God. This is a really good story. Okay. Perfect. Go. All right. So delete all that shit. Go. <laughs> so, okay. So after the pan, like the pandemic was happening and I was gaining weight like everybody else. And I looked at my husband. And I was like, we need to get our fucking lives together. And so we tried to do like a makeshift gym in our garage, which didn't work because, you know, we still like ate. We were fat pieces of shit. And then all of a sudden the gyms start opening back up. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go and get a membership. It's been like a million years. You got a membership. So no, I go and get a guest pass. I go in, I work out and I was like, okay, I feel motivated. I could do this. I go into the gym. There's community hair dryers on the wall. I shit you not. A naked woman is standing there with her leg propped up on this thing, using the community hair dryer, blow drying her bush. Wait, there's a community hair dryer in the women's restroom? Oh yeah, there's two on where the mirrors are. We don't have those in the guys. Well, good thing because a bunch of (laughs) Russians would be in there blow drying their bush. I like to blow dry my bush. So you saw her vagine? Of course, it's the locker room. People walk around butt naked in there. No way. Yeah, but she was. That's. I was like, oh my god, I use it on my hair. I mean, I, I go to the the gym. I, I, when I was younger, when I went to the YMCA, a lot of guys yeah. were walking around. But now that I'm older, I think people are just embarrassed. No crunch. I've seen it. My Walter saw Rodney Dangerfield's balls at a gym. Both of them. Well, he, <laughs> he said they were knee knockers, and so I could never get that out of my head that he uh. had like long, hanging old balls. <laughs> I know. So every time someone's like, oh, knockers, ding, ding, ding. yeah, he was like, they were like, you know, if he ran, he would get like bruised knees. And I'm like, oh, every time I think about like summer school or any of Rodney Dangerfield's, I get no respect. I'm like, you got big old hangy balls. Rodney <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. So community gyms, public gyms, I got to go back to just being chunky, I guess. I mean, you look great. Oh, yeah. I mean, I did lose some weight. I did. I did a fellow comics program called School of Thought. What is All that? these female comics do it. It's this yeah? crazy program. Wait, we'll talk about it. What oh, is yeah. it? Okay, so her name is um, Stacia. She's amazing. And she owns this thing called School of Thought. And it's for female comics who are like on the road and all we eat is garbage. And you have to follow this crazy. She like yells at you and she's like, get up, you fucking lazy fucks. And let's start working out. But she doesn't only just with girls though. It's all women, but I think she's going to do oh, a Laura Bates. One. No way. Oh, she does. She lost a lot of weight. Laura, Laura, you know Laura Bates? Oh my God. Yes. Laura B. She did. She, okay. So I saw her post. I saw Nicole Amy Schreiber's. I saw Jessica Michelle Singleton. All these female They comics. all did it. They all did it. Can she do a mean? So I think she's doing a men's program. So wait, she just calls you and just says, hey, get up you fat fuck. <laughs> Vinny, Vinny, Vincent O'Shauna. He, he did that. So he goes, Jack, fuck your membership. Pay me the $50. I will follow you and slap you in the fucking face and go, get up you fat fuck. Stop <laughs> eating it. I need that. I need that. Oh my God. I, you know, I did Lindora, right? You know, Wait, Lindor, you know what Lindor is? Yeah, Lindor. Lindor is a pro- It's a program for women that were pregnant. That's what it is. Wait, what? Women that were pregnant, they had the baby. They want to lose their fat, right? I thought it was for women only. It is for women only. But you did it? Check it out. Did you go to me? My mom had a coupon. And it doesn't say male or female. So I went in there and, and I go, they can't, they can't discriminate. So I went in there and there's a bunch of women around me like just crying, I'm fat, I'm fat. And I'm in there. Did you complain about your stretch mark? I lost 100 pounds. 
I lost 100 pounds. What? Yeah, I lost 100. This was in 2010. I lost 100 pounds. I was doing shakes every day. No food. Shake, 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 shake. Cocaine, cocaine, shake, 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 cocaine, oh, shake, cocaine. I want to be on that diet. So listen, it was great, <laughs> right? And then as soon as I started eating food, regular food, yeah. I gained 50 back. But I lost 50 pounds. It was Lindora. Okay, anyone can do that. It's called the LA diet. You don't eat like fasting. It's called but being yeah, a coke whore. But, but yeah, but now, now I'm fat again. <laughs> that just means you're happy. I'm happy. I'm happy. I had a baby. Pregnancy weight. I know I'm pregnant her. But by the way, can I just say like she's gonna have the baby, and literally like three days later she's we'll be skinny off. again. She, we're, we're gonna break up. She doesn't. <laughs> I'm just kidding. By the way, why do I'm I match kidding. everything in here? You didn't get the memo. Like, is this the blue? It's, blue, it's the blue room. It's the blue room. By the way, uh, shout out to our sponsors. This is oh, a yeah. sponsor of the uh, the podcast, uh, the showcase comedy showcase app. If you guys comics, if you haven't yet. If you're up and coming or even if you're seasoned like us, uh, get your stuff on this app because a lot of people from the industry watch it. Watch it. My my stuff's on there. Uh, it's a really good app. It's the Comedy Showcase app, and they're one of our sponsors. So make sure to submit. You can just DM them, Comedy Showcase app, and then they'll put your stuff up. And you know what's great, too? Uh, they they send me some money when they get a bunch of views. They hook you up. I'm what? Will you get paid? Yeah, you get paid. Oh, I'm going to download And that's it. better than... <laughs> That's better than uh probably higher than most of the clubs. Yeah, today. and you get followers from it. It's just a really it's a really good app. Make sure you check it out. Comedy sh- the comedy, comedy showcase, showcase app. I am gonna check that out. Check that's actually out. I love yeah. that you're supporting comics. That's the best, right? And that's what we need more in this business. We need comics helping each other. Everyone's always goes, Oh my I hate that guy. He's he stole my this. I'm like, no, man. Do you know? Can I tell you something? Yes, who hates me? Go. Okay. No one, first okay. of all. But um there's a, lot, I, there's a bunch of people hate me. <laughs> literally. So I'm I'm talking to, you know, the new management and bookers and stuff at the lab factory. And they it's kind of like, here's the list of people, you know, that you can book and blah blah. And you get to a point where you're like, I wonder who's on the list that I can't book. Yeah. And there's, I, I will not say their names. There is a list. There is a list. I know, I know a few people on that yeah, list. Yeah. And by the way, that, you know what? It's their own fault. Yeah, First it of is all, their fault. If you're a comic and you're going to work at a club and you're going to treat the staff there like shit, I guarantee you will not be booked again. I mean, is Jay Davis one on the list? <laughs> no comment. Comedy J- club sh- confessions, guys. Jay gave me my, like, very, very first start at Dublin's. Jay and a Jay Mad. Davis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did. They gave me five minutes on stage. I remember waiting in the wings with Dane Cook and Natasha Legero, and Bob Saget was on stage. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to do five minutes. And I was so nervous. Yeah, yeah. And that was 1999. I know. I, I, was, uh, I was in high school. How still. dare you? I was Nobody in high asked. school still. I was in high school, so I think I just lost my virginity. <laughs> I was going to junior prom. <laughs> oh my god! And you were just doing telling comedy. jokes on stage. Doctor Ken would Dr. come in. Doctor Ken, Ken Jung. Yeah, he would come in with his scrubs on after like working in the yeah. ER. He would literally come over there and do it, and it was wild. I mean, that was like a crazy time. That was for a crazy me. time. Crazy time. And then, then. But I want to bring like that super fun hangout, crazy like that should come back around, but with. VIP booths and bottle service yeah. and shit like that. What happened? The internet happened. Yeah, but here's the other thing. And everyone's everyone's doing their own thing now. I know, I know, but here's the problem. A lot of comics do want to still, because they do the road, they need to work out new material and I don't think it's fair to pay under 30 bucks or $30 for sets shitty booths with duct tape on them yeah um you know people are booking 50 different places because they need to make at least 100 bucks yeah what if you pay better yeah what if you have a gorgeous atmosphere and beautiful stage and great cameras and great lighting and 
Oh my I mean, god. I pay I pay pretty good. I'm not, not great, but it's decent. <laughs> you do. There's some people that pay like two or three dollars a spot, but that's where? That, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see. You know what? I can't wait for you to be on the board of advisors. I know. So Katie is still premature. Still, premature. Yeah, premature, but we're in the works. She's working on a big project. We can't make that's not jinx it. Yeah. It's just let's just say, like, you know, I've seen all the things that She's are gonna out create there. a space for someone. So I don't know, you know. <laughs> I just feel like you know all the things of uh, the complaints that I've been hearing should be addressed, and if it's not being heard at different places, then do your own, you know. And hopefully, you know, we'll see where that goes. I love that, and that's a regular way to end this. I love that. I love that so much, right. Katie Cazorla. Where can we find you? Uh, I'm at official Katie Cazorla, um, but just search Katie Caz C A Z, and I come up first. Katie Caz. Facebook. Upcoming shows. You're at the Laugh Factory every Wednesday night. Laugh Factory. Hollywood. Yeah. Hollywood Laugh Factory every Wednesday. Wild Wednesdays. Wild Wednesdays. Check that out. And then now uh, they like to hype up the weekends. So I'll probably, you know, do some spots on the weekends at the Laugh Factory as well. 100%. But I'm at the haha. She's at the haha comedy club tonight, but this won't air probably till later this week. <laughs> but but she's always love, there. I do love your parents. So. Check it out. Jack and Terry are my parents at the haha comedy club. You can check them out all the time. You can see me. Uh, everywhere. I'm working in a lot of places. JackJuniorComic.com. You're everywhere. I'm in Arizona, San Diego, Sacramento. Cruise ships. Cruise ships, Vegas, all coming really soon. Um, Like I said, please go check out the Comedy Showcase app. And this was our first episode. Comedy Club Confessions <gasps> is back. Woo! Stay tuned for more trash talk.